Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. basically seven levels and they apply specifically to different areas of your life. So just because you're very aware in one area does not mean you're aware in another area. You may be very aware in business and very unaware in relationships. You may be very aware in relationships and unaware in your health. Like again, one does not coincide with the other. Uh, but the steps to getting there are the same regardless. So there's basically seven. It starts off with animal. Animal being survival. It's the basic instinct of survival. It's a survival awareness. Now, what's interesting about this is that there's a significant amount of people in the world that are at this level of awareness. They're literally at survival awareness. Uh, especially if you go to any of the nations that were, it's extreme poverty, third world countries, very much in animal awareness. Day to day, it's all about survival. How do we survive? When, when we're stuck in any level, we have to look at what's keeping us stuck in that level. The, the idea of survival keeps a person stuck at the level because they're focused on what they don't want. So that's all they see is what they don't want. And to let go of that idea of what they don't want is extremely scary because they need it to survive, okay? Next level is mass consciousness. Mass consciousness is when we move up a bit out of survival, not completely, but our consciousness is driven by the masses. This Now this is the rest of the world, the most of the rest of the world anyway. Uh, and it just keeps getting worse because of technology. Technology is driving mass consciousness to a huge degree. And it has the ability to, to do something that I think is very dangerous. It gives voice to the ignorant. It gives voice. Now, I'm not saying that the ignorant shouldn't have a voice. But what it does do is it gives an, an undeserved power to an ignorant voice, meaning that there doesn't need to be any kind of belief or factual knowledge based on what you say, and you could put it out there over the webs and people see it. And if enough people glom onto that, and most of the world is in mass consciousness and in animal consciousness, you start having mass ignorance drive humanity. It's a very dangerous thing. So I'm not going to go too deep into it. I just want you to be aware of it and think about it, right? Think about what drives you your emotions on a daily basis, right? This is why we say stay out of the news as much as possible. Stay out of the the crap on the internet as much as possible because it plays on your emotions based on survival and mass consciousness. there's There's a great book. It's called The True Believer. It's by Eric Hoffer. It's a little book, but it's 10 miles deep. I have all my private clients read that book at one point in time or another. The True Believer by Eric Hoffer. It's about how mass consciousness drives belief and how dangerous it is and how easy it is for a large group of people 
to become indoctrinated in mass consciousness, and it's not based on any factual evidence whatsoever. It's all emotional and fear-driven, okay? Once a person starts to think for themselves, where, they're, where they, and they probably don't express this, by the way, but it's when you start having thoughts that something's not right about life. I started having these thoughts as a kid. Something just didn't add up. All the information that I was getting from mom and dad, my family, the news, I was born in the mid-60s, so it was all the crap that was going on with Vietnam and civil rights and the assassinations and all that garbage that was happening at the time. Uh, on top of my religious education, it didn't mesh. It did not mesh. So it's causing me to think things outside of what mesh consciousness is telling me is the deal. We call that aspiration. Because a person starts to think beyond something else. We're aspiring to find the truth. We're aspiring to find something else about ourselves. We're aspiring to find something that moves us forward in a, in a different direction. If a person stays in aspiration long enough, they move to the next level, which is crucial. It's very crucial because in aspiration, if a person gets beaten down enough or threatened enough by either society or the people they love or possibly failure, they will actually go backwards at this point very easily. But the next level to move up is individuality. This is where a person starts to accept themselves for who they are. They want to get to know themselves. They want to get to express themselves. And they start to care less and less about what other people think. And this is a good place to be because it's where you are probably mostly at this point silently giving yourself permission to get to know who you are and maybe a little bit external in, 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 in trusted groups of friends or family or mentors or, or whatever. But you really start working on, you know, let me find out what I'm really about here. Let me see what's really possible for myself. Once we do that, and we start to get serious, we move to the next phase, which is discipline. And discipline, most people have a negative connotation in their mind when it comes to discipline, but I wanna help you change that because it's one of the greatest words that there is. It actually means the disciple of or student of. So when you discipline yourself, you're becoming a student of whatever it is that you're working on mastering. So let's say it's exercise, let's say it's your body, you wanna have your best body. You're become a, becoming a student of health and fitness for yourself. Maybe it's becoming wealthy or running, you know, an, an eight-figure business. You're becoming a student of that. It could be marketing. You're becoming a student of that. Discipline simply means a student of, and it is, if you think about it, to go from individual to discipline, you have to get really serious about what it is that you want. Because you're like, I am now going to be a student of this. I am going to start to step into the processes of mastery over my life. Um, the next one is experience. So once we become a student of something, we actually start the practice of the thing that, we, that, we're, that we're going to master. When we do this, we become a cause set emotion, cause set in motion. We, we are practicing cause and effect. Now we're getting feedback. Feedback shows up as results, circumstances, environment, people, places, things. Everything becomes a reflection for us. 
So this is really good because that gives us experience. And when we get that feedback, if we don't take it personally, we stay non-emotional, we can then begin to tweak it based on a, a different result. We want a different result. Through the repetition of experience and feedback, we move to mastery. Through the process of going over and over and over it again until we really get it down, till we internalize it so that we, we don't have to think about it. You know, when you look at the great writer, the great musician, the great artist, the great speaker, the great race car driver, anybody who's mastered their craft, they move to a place where they literally don't have to think about the thing. They just move into an expression of it. So they don't have to will themselves to do it. They just, they just express. And that's the idea. That's when we're moving into levels of mastery. And it doesn't mean that there's no growth there. There's, there's total growth because there's different levels of mastery beyond that. But the idea is that's the place, that's the place where we're headed. And thinking is obviously one of those things. When you can really indoctrinate yourself and train yourself to think successfully, where you, you're always asking the right questions about something. You're never getting sucked into a rabbit hole emotionally. You automatically think about the things that need to be done based on cause and effect. Then you, you move to a totally different level of mastery because now you don't have to spend so much time and energy about getting yourself to do something. You move into different levels of expression of doing those things because the doing of it is already automatic. That's why I tell people, you know, when, when, when we're failing or when we're having a rough time in life, it's not like we're forcing ourselves to have a bad time. It's like the bad shit just keeps showing up for whatever reason. But, if, but it's not like you go to your door and you're like dragging it into your life or, or forcing it. You're not doing that at all. It's, it's happening automatically or so it seems. So the idea is to recognize that we're doing that and we can change it. So when we start to think automatically successfully, then the good things that we want start to show up uh, just as readily in our life. And it's not difficult. And then we go on to, to completely different levels uh, of expression. So again, the seven levels are animal, mass consciousness, aspiration, individual, discipline, experience, and mastery. So think about that today with all the different areas of life that show up for you today and ask yourself, where, are, where am I in those levels with different things? Because it gives you an idea of what to start to shift in your mind to begin to the, move to the next level. The, the, the big thing is acceptance, letting go of resistance, right? If we let go of resistance, we can move into acceptance for what's necessary for the next level. And then we can begin to do our work at that, at that next level. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.